Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We've got a wonderful treat for today's Song of the Soul. Her name is Sarah Thompson, and her music is beautiful and deep, and I'm honored to find out that she shares the same northwest corner of the large state of Wisconsin with me. Her recording of Turning of the World is the theme song for my Spirit in Action program. Among other things, she performs occasionally as part of a group called Three Altos, and she directs the Echoes of Peace Choir in Duluth, Minnesota. Sarah, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Well, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you. You told me earlier that you're on the tail end of a cold. Doesn't that kind of ruin a singing tour when you've got a cold? Luckily, I'm not on tour, although I certainly have musical commitments I have to show up to, so it's just been a little gravelly. I've been working on some recording that will just have to be redone. How full is your life with music? Are you a full-time musician, or do you have other things to fill up the cracks in your life? Well, I am a full-time musician. I do have other things that fill in the cracks as well, although in terms of my work, it is. I feel really grateful I get to do music full-time, and it's a mix of my solo work, and I also direct a community choir, a non-audition community choir in Duluth, Minnesota, and a group I sing with called Three Altos. So it's a mix of some different things, and I love doing it. How long have you been doing this? I mean, being a music thoroughbred. 
Well, I've been, I always say, singing for as long as I can remember, and then doing it as my main work probably since the release of my Fertile Ground album, in, which was in 1999. So going on eight years, I've been doing it as my full-time work. And did you have another job before that, a way to spend your life and keep you off the street? <laughs> well, I had just a string of a lot of different part-time jobs. I majored in elementary education with a Spanish and an art minor when I went to college, which was in South Dakota, where I was born and come from, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Then did a few volunteer things after college and just gradually realized more and more that music was what was drawing me to spend my life, passion, and work. Well, give me a little bit of background on where you came from, religiously and spiritually, in your upbringing in South Dakota. I grew up in the Lutheran Church, attending services weekly as well as Wednesday nights. We'd always be at church for choir and then later confirmation and later it was choir confirmation and bell choir. So I grew up with that real regular from a young child through high school and college even as I continued on. Still in the same hometown, I went to college at Augustana. One of the folks I interviewed for my Spirit in Action program is Marcus Borg, and he describes the normal spiritual progression is starting in childhood with pre-critical thinking, where we believe all that we're told, you know, the tooth fairy, Santa Claus, and Jesus. We believe them literally and with no effort at all. But then we typically reach a time for questioning and possibly rejecting the truths that we have accepted so easily before. Did you get to that point where you questioned and started reformulating what you believed? No, never. No. <laughs> no, I definitely did. What I remember the earliest kind of critical thinking happening was in high school. I think there was a lot of scandal sort of things going on in the papers with some of the Christian television programs. And so I was like, who are some role models? This just doesn't seem what this is about. And so I remember just really looking at folks like Mother Teresa and people that seemed to really be doing what this tradition was talking about and really getting into the whole idea of service. And and then in college, I think it was actually a lot of more critical thinking started happening, encouraged both by professors and people I met along the way. The um, campus pastor at the time introduced me to folks like Dorothy Day and probably the first time I'd heard of Gandhi. And so just learning more about kind of the tradition of social justice and people who walked those roads and challenged belief systems. Also during college, I, I learned a lot about things going on in Central America and Latin America. And I think learning the stories of those people really challenged me a lot. So there was spiritual, religious, and political beliefs being all challenged. One of the songs I wrote, Dry Weary Land, actually talks to some of those shatterings of some of my um, original beliefs. And Dry Weary Land talks about the map and the compass I held so dearly and losing that. And once these different things shifted, seeing the church saying one thing but doing another, 
So this song talks about losing faith, really. It's like going into the desert, the dry, weary land is feeling like, what is spirit? What is God? And those names that I had, I found I didn't know your name is one of the lines in the song, like, what is this something beyond us that I grew up knowing as God? And how do we name it? And where is it? And and there was this period of time in my life that just felt like this loss, like I I lost the sort of easiness of the things I took in just as a child, which I'm grateful for because I feel like they were they built a base that then I could go out from. The Dry Weary Land song is really that longing for the spirit and finally discovering over time that it is here, whatever it is, that suchness beyond us is right here, and it's been with me even during that, that dry, weary land time. I've been walking, though I couldn't see clearly. I lost the map and the compass I held so dearly. I thought I knew how to call for you, but I found I didn't know your name. I didn't know where I was going Would I find you again I called out to you Are you there? Give me some reply Like an eagle flying down from the sky And over this dry, 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 weary land So long, so long Without water My soul Is longing For you Like a dry Dry Weary land Sometimes Softly Is awful hard to hear Sometimes Deep inside Is awful far from near And you know Could you speak a little louder Just so I know you're around If you called to me Would I hear you and would I see Holy river, deep water Wash over me Wash over this dry, 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 weary land So long, so long without water My soul is longing for you Like a dry dry weary land Storm winds came blowing twisting and turning me all around My soul went flying my feet left solid ground Was I touching God? Was I crazy? Was I losing all my mind? If I came back down, what would I find? Oh, my friends, you held me, you gathered and circled round. Heard your voices through that storm, it was the sweetest sound. Traveling on 
Dry Weary Land by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Sarah Thompson. Where did you go from there, Sarah? There was a period where I just felt like rejecting all that I came from. It's like, you know, oh, church isn't for me, and rejection of the Christian tradition. So it kind of grew from that. I think there needed to be for me a a complete separation for a time to kind of just open up to a bigger, less caged in for me. I went from there just to a more understanding of just the mystery of it, and that's probably one of the best words I've heard for it, just the idea of the great mystery, that there's not words to describe it, and yet it's, it's just our human thing to try to name that nameless thing. So it took a while, and my songwriting has al- always been a source of connecting spiritually, and even the song Darkness Cover Me is a song that speaks to that mystery of, of kind of the shadow time, the um, twilight times when it's, it's not so easy to feeling like we might be lost in the night, but in that time is such a fertile time as well, and I feel like for a time I was just first in the scary part of that, and then it later, you know, when a little bit of light comes from the stars, whatever that is, the gleaning of some understanding and acceptance of where your journey is taking you, and then it's more like the beautiful twilight. There's a little bit of light from the moon, a little bit of light from the stars, and you can just celebrate that sort of shadowy darkness mystery of it all the song darkness cover me by sarah thompson my guest for song of the soul today darkness cover me like a blanket of night oh cover me lightly shadows gather around me Deepening darkness, whispering softly, 
Darkness Cover Me by Sarah Thompson. Sarah, in that darkness time, were you in community? Did you have spiritual support and nurture from a community of some sort? For a while, I actually did live in community when I first moved to Duluth as part of, there's a community here called Loaves and Fishes, which is a Catholic worker community kind of based on the ideas of Dorothy Day So I did live for a time in community, and that was also my spiritual community at the time. And then from that, in terms of community, I I can't say I've necessarily found a weekly spiritual community that is similar to that constant one that I had growing up. One of the weekly communities I do meet with is this community choir I direct, and there has even been members in there that say, people ask them, are you part of a faith community? And they say, I sing in the 
Echoes of Peace Community Choir, and and I realized that has actually been one of the communities for me that is a spiritual community. We get together and we sing for two hours once a week, and singing is such a part for me of that journey. I have found when we're able to, uh, my partner and I go to the Unitarian Universalist services here in Duluth as well, that has in some ways felt one need because I feel like in that space you can have a variety of spiritual beliefs and meet in that one place. And to me that provides a picture of where I think the the world is moving. That has felt good to find those circles where you can people can come together and have different understandings about what that mystery is. I think I'm hearing, Sarah, some kind of hesitation in your voice, in your words, that though you found some good stuff, you still haven't found the thing that you were questing toward. Can you name what it is that you're missing that would make you say something like, you know, I'm home? Yeah, good question. I think I might just only know when I'm there and find it. it I just know, some of, part of me just knows I have not come into that space. I think I get glimpses, and I know those glimpses come when it's a space where there's um, a lot of singing. <laughs> and I, it's just one of those things, just feel like I'll know when I feel it, like I feel it in different contexts when I'm maybe out in nature, I, I always go, hmm, yeah, out in the woods with the trees, and yet that's not enough either. So part of me wonders if it just will come in different circles of belonging. When you talk, Sarah, about the special experience that you had in contact with nature, it takes my thoughts to one of the most beautiful expressions I've ever heard of that connection of people to nature and really to everything and that's your song by breath is that what you were trying to convey in that song yeah definitely by breath is a song i wrote that speaks to our interconnectedness with all of the earth and with other human communities as well as like the plants and the animals and the, the wind and the four elements of earth air fire and water are make up the verses to the song the unspoken side to this song is we are all connected we are all one not meaning we are all the same but we are all connected we are all interwoven and need to get it together and in order to both protect and nurture and sustain this beautiful world yeah it definitely speaks to that spiritual understanding i've grown into of our interconnectedness the song is By Breath by Sarah Thompson. By breath, by blood, by body, by spirit, we are all one. By breath, by blood, by body, by spirit, we are all one. The air that is my breath is the air that you are breathing, and the air that is your breath is the air that I am 
yourself Breathing in, breathing out By breath, by blood By body, by spirit We are all one By breath, by blood
That's a beautiful song, Sarah, a real gift to all of us. It's by Sarah Thompson, who's with us today, sharing her Song of the Soul on this Northern Spirit Radio production called Song of the Soul. I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet. Sarah, when did you produce the CD for which By Breath is the title track? It was in 2003 that that recording happened. And have you produced anything since then? Or is more wonderful music in the pipeline right now? I am currently actually undergoing a new solo recording project that will probably be available around December or January. But between By Breath and this new recording project, I also did an album with two other women that I sing with. We call ourselves Three Altos. So that recording was done in 2005. Camaradas was the title of it, and Three Altos is our group. It's made up of myself and Rabbi Amy Bernstein, who lives and works uh, at Temple Israel in Duluth, and Paula Peterson, who's my partner as well as professor at the University of Minnesota in Duluth. Well, I think you selected a song from the Camarada CD as part of your Song of the Soul. Tell us about the song you've selected. Well, Holy Angels is a song... I wrote, and even as I say the words I wrote, uh, often it's a mystery to me how these songs come to be, and this is very much a good example of that. It was, I just started humming to a friend that was going through a really hard time, could not sleep at night, could not find any peace of mind to even sleep, so I was just humming to try to bring some comfort to this person, just like you would a, a wailing child. And pretty soon the melody started to stick, and then just the words came. So it's one of those songs that felt like I kind of was there to bring it forth, and it's a song I often introduce when I sing it. It's a lullaby for adults, that we need that reminder that there's something beyond us that is holding us. You are Oh, 
Holy Angels, and it was performed here by the three altos, Amy Bernstein, Paula Peterson, and Sarah Thompson, from their CD, Camaradas. The song was written by Sarah, who is my guest today for Song of the Soul. You mentioned, Sarah, that Holy Angels is a lullaby, and I have to say that up until hearing your song, uh, my favorite lullaby has been by Chris Williamson, and in fact, it's her song, called Song of the Soul, which is the theme song for my program. And I want to recognize you, Sarah, for the theme song I use for my Spirit in Action program, your recording of Turning of the World. So I want to thank you for the blessing that you've given to the world with that rendition, and in particular, the blessing that my listeners receive because they hear it with my Spirit in Action program each week. Well, I, I thank you for that, and I'm honored to have that that on that program. And much thanks to um, Ruth Pelham of New York, who wrote that song. Where would you like to go from here, musically? Well, it was quite a wonderful task that you give in saying, what, what are these songs that speak to your soul's journey? And I had a whole list of 37 that I had to... Well, first of all, I had to stop at 37 (laughs) and then narrow it down to nine songs. Actually, it was a delight to do that. One of the songs that came out of that search was the song by Nina Simone, I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. And that song I'd love to share both because I think Nina Simone as a singer, just in listening to all her work, has been an inspiration to me and then this song as well, I feel to me, speaks to that journey of the soul where we're, I think it's a universal experience to feel caged or boxed in, whether it's from physically being it or by belief systems and constructs. So that journey of continuing to sort of break out like the butterfly or the bird in the cage that eventually can fly free, and this song to me to that as well as I just love the build of kind of starting soft and then bursting out that happens musically in the song. Nina Simone is certainly a wonderful, powerful singer. This is her song, I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. I wish I knew how 
would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say say I'm loud say I'm clear for the whole round world here I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart remove all the bars that keep us apart I wish you could know what it means to be me then you'd see Sarah, that song by Nina Simone refers to the time when you're just overflowing, full of love. And I'm wondering if you've progressed, you know, past the dryness, the disconnectedness, the darkness, to that place of ample love. Have you made it that far yet? Well, I do feel like I'm at a stage right now where I do have an opportunity to give a lot of what I feel that longing to give that she sings about in that song. And I feel like I have this wonderful opportunity to do that with music. I also sometimes feel that just when you look at the hard and horrible things going on in the world, it just makes that longing if to me go even deeper. And I also can feel so inadequate but I do feel like I have um, really a, the privilege even of taking the time and having the time to reach out and try to give what I feel is my gift to give in this world, which is singing and song. Speaking of great voices, you've picked out something by Sweet Honey in the Rock, their song Breaths. Tell us about that one. This is a song I actually have done with the choir. This one just speaks to me of, again, 
we're surrounded not only by the people who are here with us, but also by those who have gone before. And they continue to surround us in their wisdom if we but take the time to listen. And that's going back to wandering in the, in the woods and out in the fields. Not only are we listening to the solace of nature, we're also surrounded and can be, can breathe in and hear from those who have gone before. And so I love that song for that reason. I also bring it, that group for Sweet Honey in the Rock, because they have definitely, when I thought of songs that have nurtured and singing groups that have nurtured my soul, Sweet Honey in the Rock has definitely been one of those. The group is Sweet Honey in the Rock, and the song is Breaths. Listen, more often to things, 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 listen,
such a powerful group of women, Sweet Honey and the Rock. Is that the music that you grew up on, Sarah? What were you listening to, say, as a teenager? Did you cut your teenage Lutheran teeth on Sweet Honey and the Rock? No, not at all. No, I probably didn't hear about Sweet Honey and the Rock until mm, after college. So as a teenager, I was listening to Billy Joel and... I learned to play guitar. I was often working up some Elvis Presley songs, so Heartbreak Hotel and Jailhouse Rock. I would perform at family gatherings. It was actually thanks to, um, I sang at like a country club for some event in my high school years, and someone afterwards said to me, hey, you have a voice that sounds a lot like Joan Baez. And I said, well, thank you, not knowing, having a clue who that person was at that time and so but i was curious so i went and did a little research who is this person that this that actually introduced me to this whole world of folk music because on from learning about joan i learned about pete Seeger and woody guthrie and all the troubadours of song in our own country so i think whoever that was in high school that said that to me because it introduced a whole new world of music well, speaking of Pete Seeger, I think that you picked out one of his songs for your Song of the Soul. When did you learn Well May the World Go? Well, I just learned Well May the World Go probably a couple of years ago, but I've known of the music of Pete Seeger since, well, probably the first song I learned, of course, was uh, If I Had a Hammer. So Well May the World Go is actually, again, here's a song I've done with my choir. I just, when I need reassurance, when I hear Pete singing, it also gives me hope. And just knowing, I've read the book on his life, the Incomplete Folk Singer, so inspiring, his life. I've just learned so much about community song through his life. So this Well May the World Go, I love it how he's wishing that the world would go well. And he's also naming, you know, may the generals learn peace and may the fiddle keep Playing. Well, may the world go, the world go, the world go. Well, may the world go when I'm far away. Well, may the skiers turn, the lovers burn, the swimmers learn. Peace, may the generals learn when I'm far away. Well, may the world go, the world go, the world go. Well, may the Swing round and round when I'm far away. Well, may the world go, the world go, the world go. Well, may the world go when I'm far away.
Fresh may the breezes blow, clear may the streams flow, blue above, green below, when I'm far away. Well, may the world go, the world go, the world go. Well, may the world go when I'm far away. Made the World Go is by Pete Seeger, and my guest, singer-songwriter Sarah Thompson, chose it for her song of the soul. Well, Sarah, I think we're up to your last selection, and it's called Todo Cambia, Everything Changes, in Spanish, of course. I think you told me you studied Spanish back in college. How good is your Spanish? Uh, yo puedo hablar más o menos uh, bien en español. What kind of connection do you have, either to this song or to Spanish in general? I've been several years to the um, rally and gathering that happens every year in, down at Fort Benning, Georgia, protesting the School of the Americas, which is one of the places in our country that's been traced to a lot of the atrocities that have happened in Latin America. And so just that connection to uh, both meeting people and hearing the stories of folks from Latin America that have either journeyed here or I've met uh, when I've journeyed there, there's just a vibrancy from the stories that I hear of people who have gone through an oppression that I have never experienced. And yet, knowing that I'm still connected to these people and knowing their stories, holding this responsibility or desire to share that with people as well, because I feel like there's a strength that we can gain to continue to speak out. And I think learning about some of the troubadours of songs from there, like Mercedes Sosa, Silvio Rodriguez from Cuba, Victor Jara of Chile, and so this song, Todo Cambia, is actually written by a fellow who's from Chile, Julio Nomhauser, and then uh, uh, Mercedes Sosa singing it, and she's from Argentina. Mercedes is someone who's stood in the face of those who might want to squelch her song and continue to stand out and sing despite threats to her life. And, and this song speaks to me because just the chorus alone, that comfort in knowing that everything changes. Todo cambia is the chorus. In the verse, it talks like the bird of the nest changes, the hair of the elder changes. You look at the world and see how all these things change. So too, it's not surprising that we change. And the song really became a song for people that had to leave their country and into exile and to, and to go into other countries and live. And yet it also, I think, it's, it's, it spoke to me at a time in my life when everything around me was changing. 
I think when I think of my spiritual journey, knowing that as well, like everything changes and the, and the places where we were have their own beauty and it shouldn't be surprising that I too change as I grow. Cambia lo cambia también lo profundo, cambia el modo de pensar, cambia todo en este mundo. Cambia el clima con los años, cambia el pastor su rebaño, y así como todo cambia, que yo cambie no es extraño.
That song was Todo Cambia, written by Julio Neumhauser, performed here by Mercedes Sosa. I want to remind everyone listening that you can track down music and info about Sarah, the Three Altos, and the Peace Choir on Sarah's website. It's sarahthompson.com. And if you are spelling challenged, like me, perhaps it would be easiest to find the link from my site, which is northernspiritradio.org. Sarah, keep up the good work, the good energy. Your music, both your voice and what you're singing about, are so inspirational to me. Thanks for sharing your song of the soul. Well, and I thank you so much for the invitation to be here and to do that. So thank you. That was singer-songwriter Sarah Thompson, also director of the Echoes of Peace Community Choir. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song.